watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Hola hermanas, ¿cómo están? Bienvenidas a ¿Quién, ¿Quién es, es la más? más? Mi nombre es Gigi. Y yo soy Braulio. And before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out. We appreciate all the support. Yes, today we are recapping La Mastraga Season 4, Episode 7. Awesome, Episode 7. And we got something different this week. We got a new challenge that they've never done before. I can see why. Obviously, <laughs> we're going to get more into that later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, we're going to get more into it, but it was a little rough. Um, but it was fun to see something different and they got somebody to write it and direct it. It didn't really seem like somebody directed it. I just, I don't know. It was just, it was a little off. But so is um, that what, what Lorena Herrera has been up to since she's been gone? Yeah. She wrote that, um, in probably five minutes. <laughs> How did you feel about this episode? Uh, <laughs> it went off the rails. <laughs> I know. Um, I thought for for the first time, I was like, "Oh, something cool." It's gonna. I expected like this production. They were talking about Broadway, and I was like, "Oh, I'm ready." <laughs> and then, and then we we got to the to the challenge and I was ready for it to be over, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And I will say I love the runway. I think yes. um, pretty much everyone did really, really well. And I don't know if it's because they gave them like a simple, it was a simple um, objective, right? It's just the color Rosa and that's it. So they can really like interpret it in Rosa any... Mexicano specific. Okay. <laughs> Rosa Mexicano, sorry. Um so that was like super simple. It's just the color, stick to that aesthetic. Although <laughs> although someone didn't listen too well. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But generally, I mean, it's just a simple rule to follow, and maybe that's why. They all did really well. Yeah, I think when people start to overthink it, that's when you're risking um, your idea of failing or not coming across. So I think that's what happened to this person. Um, I think we're talking about the same person. Well, that's the only like person that didn't wear pink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I mean, Carita de Angel. La carita de Angel, yeah. Um, but it, it happens in every... I think it, that happens to a lot of the queens, a lot of contestants. They'll want to be super different. And they end up being either missing the whole objective of the challenge or the runway theme, or they'll end up doing something that everybody else is doing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it could have worked, but one, there we saw there were technical difficulties. So, yeah, anyway, I, I don't want to just run in, into the runway right away. So, But yeah, the runway was great. Um, and the actual musical was like, mostly missed <laughs> um and i think it, a lot of it is like with the writing as well 
Yeah, I think I agree. Um, uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, um, this week on La Mastraga, the contestants are challenged to take part in a musical titled La Novela. They will each play an iconic Deve Novela character and perform in a musical directed by Quecho Muñoz and choreographed by season three's Rudy Reyes. On the runway, they will have to present a look in the color Rosa Mexicano, where the winner will be declared La Mas Rosa Mexicano. Electra Vandergilt is named the winner and earns her second challenge win. La Moraliza and Alexa Fox land in the bottom two and have to lip sync to Dusa by Laura Leon. In the end, nobody is sent home and they both get to stay in the competition. All right, so let's start with the beginning, at the very beginning. So the Joni introduces the challenge. Well, he sort of like kind of plays it off. He introduces the the theme of the runway. And then he's like, well, we're going to have a surprise challenge for you. And it's Pepite will come out like always. And they tell them that this new challenge is at an actual musical. So... Yeah, and then we get introduced to Quecho, which we've seen him before. I can't say which episodes, but I know that he's been some acting challenges. Mm-hmm. For sure. Him and, him and um, his nipples. Yeah, I mean, his nipples, he walked into the room nipples first. That's <laughs> how we know him. Um, and then comes in Rudy Reyes, and she's presented to them as a, as a choreographer. So... What did you think of, uh, I mean, there's not much to talk about this part, but like, did, were you excited at this point when you saw Quechu Muñoz and Rudy Reyes come back? Um, I do remember, so when we last saw Quechu, I think I remember like him being super helpful uh, when it came to the the acting challenge that they were doing, so... That was, it's always good to see that the queens are in good hands. Um, And as we know, Rudy Reyes is a dancer. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if she teaches dance per se, but but she dances. (laughs) So... Um, at least someone they brought in someone who was knowledgeable Um, and it's good to make use of all those other queens that you've just like discarded (laughs) throughout the season so (laughs) at least we get to see them come back and um, show off uh, their talents again Um, so yeah I mean it's it was good that they had people who were knowledgeable about their their field, especially in a musical challenge where they were going to need it. Yeah, there's always it's always nice to have somebody like you said that knows what they're doing, that has experience in that field. Kind of kind of speaking about that, do you think? Uh, I was just remembering the last episode when someone threw shade at. Um, Joni and they were like, oh, we're going to talk about how Ricky Lips replaced them during the challenge. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember who said it, but I do remember that happening. Wasn't it Vera Cruz or I feel like she would say that. <laughs> um, I think she probably would, but I can't remember who it was. Oh, my gosh. But but anyway, you think that's that's what that was as well? Like. Um, they didn't think Johnny was an expert and in their eyes that made him um, more of a target for the Masdraga, La Masdraga fans to like attack him or I don't know like because it's just Ooh. strange that now he just comes in for five seconds and then he leaves and um like his role could easily be filled by Pepe Teo or the other way around. He could take Pepe Teo's place. Like it's kind of a necessary mm-hmm. to have him there. 
just another paycheck unless it's just unless it's just um it's uh, through contract and he has to be there for a number of seasons and get paid for that i don't know i don't think they have contracts (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean they have to because um uh, because from season to season you want to guarantee that your the people who are staples of the show are going to come back. So you have to have a contract. They can let him go anytime, though. Well, yeah, but I'm sure if they let him go, there's also a, a sum that they have to pay him. I mean, could be. And that sum, they, they used it up on um, inviting Yudi to the show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was a lot oh, of yeah. drama about Yudi on the show. <laughs> Uh, in the comments or what yeah like everywhere like online and stuff if you follow the ch- the chat um because i don't even know if we should get into it but <laughs> but yudi has she's like she's religious and she's said in the past like uh basically i don't like the gays no but i think she like opined that she doesn't uh, believe that um, gay people should adopt. Um, I don't know. She went as far as gay marriage shouldn't be illegal either. I don't know that much, but I do remember that she was like, yeah, they gay people should not be parents. <laughs> so, and I'm sure it's because of her religious background. So then people were going on, or going off online, like, why did y'all invite her? Did y'all not do your research? Or did y'all just care about the the views that having UD would on the show would get? Whoever's commenting that is people who don't know how to have friends with different points of views. Like, she's not there promoting her views. She's just there uh, judging drag. So I don't get that, to be honest. It's not like she's using that as a platform for her views, you know? It's like, you're going to meet people in the world who have different opinions. And if you have a problem with that, I don't know how you're going to live in this world. Because <laughs> mostly everybody has different opinions about different things. Um, So it's whatever. For me, it's like, uh, of course, people would say that. Or they would, they just want to cause drama or complain about something. Because if it's not somebody... I mean, they even complain about Joni, who's supposedly very, you know, politically mm. correct, very like, you know, uses a uh, pronouns or the uh, gender neutral kind of things. And um, mm-hmm. so they'll, they'll just complain about anything. Um, I do feel bad now. Last week, I forgot to mention that Georgiana also won. So I'm sorry, Georgiana. <laughs> I only gave <laughs> the credit to Electra. Mm-hmm. I never mentioned her. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. But uh, anyways, so we move on from them introducing uh, Rudy. I was happy to see her. I liked her last season. Her drag was not my favorite, but I do remember liking her personality. So I was happy she was there. And then um, Kecho is the one that gives out the roles because I guess he said that he wrote the musical and with them in mind, I guess, or gave them the best uh, character that he think Wait, he wrote fit it? their personality. <laughs> he did. He wrote it oh. and directed it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to put your stuff out there, be ready for some kind of critiques, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to be, we're not going to try to, we're not going to be rude, but. We're gonna be honest. It was with our it was pretty well researched. I'll say that it's just the like yes the some of the attempts at comedy did not work. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, so he gives out the roles, and um, they everybody reads their script, and uh, I mean it's pretty pretty like self expand I mean, nothing really happens. They're just kind of like saying, oh, this is a great script, blah, blah, blah. When things go down is when I think... Who said that? 
<laughs> Ketcho was like, the writer was brilliant. <laughs> Where did you get him? <laughs> this line um, about this song sounds like the friend song. That's genius. <laughs> it's genius. Make sure to mention that and to speak it loudly because you know this writer spent a lot of time writing that part. <laughs> So uh, I didn't know a lot of these characters, so I was happy about that. Yeah, um, most of them, yeah. And so when things get a little, uh, I guess, uh, difficult for the contestants is when Rudy comes in with her one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and some of them can't keep up. So that's what, <laughs> yeah, throws them off. But I think, I think it got even. It started even earlier with. Nako and they when they had to actually I don't know if they were recording there but they had to like um show him their singing skills and um yeah yeah some of them don't have singing skills <laughs> <laughs> oh true yeah and by the by all that autotune that they added <laughs> I guess no one had singing skills <laughs> they went off with that autotune yeah, were you surprised that they recorded it, or did you think it was going to be? Li- I thought it was going to be live. Yeah, I I was expecting it to be live, um, but I mean, it makes it makes sense that it was recorded. Um, I mean, that's what they do in Drag Race too. <laughs> I just don't think the audio or it didn't sound that great. <laughs> um, there was something off about it, like it's just very echoey. So then it threw you off. Like, even if they did, like, the greatest lip syncing that you've ever seen, it just didn't sound or didn't look right. I think if they would have done it live, it would have been worse. <laughs> but for sure, yeah. no autotune. <laughs> Whoa, that would have hurt us. I mean, they have those autotune mics, so they might be able to do something <laughs> for some of them. Yeah, it's not the same not the same it's not the same <laughs> um we would have to defund them for next season if that happened <laughs> not give him any more money please do not put us through that uh, <laughs> we also see rebel have is worried because she has the most were uh, most lines and um i don't think who did you, who said that they had the most experience acting i don't know if anybody has really was it like Oh, yeah. Lexa, yeah. Yeah. But she didn't really say, like, I... She she says she can sing, but she didn't say, like, oh, I do theater a lot or I'm super experienced in this. She just said, I know how to do this. But um, I guess having the most lines would be scary, don't you think? Like, I would be scared. Um, for me, having one line would be scary. <laughs> <laughs> um... I guess what she means is that she had a lot of talking parts, right? Is that what she means? Because her portion seemed like pretty similar to everyone else's. Yeah, literally. And it was recorded, so why are you worried? <laughs> you literally didn't have to memorize. Oh, I mean, you do have to memorize the lip syncing. You say you technically do. Unless you just say really? watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Which, yeah, most of them did. <laughs> or no, I thought Sandia. they did pretty well. There were some, <laughs> um, there were some, there were some um, places where some of them just kind of mouthed whatever came out. But I think most of them did pretty well. Even Pepita did their lip sync well enough. Right? I was like, you're gonna have these people. I mean, theirs was the best. Honestly, I was like, are they live? Because they weren't singing. I was exactly well, yeah. But Obviously, when the once were... the auto tune kicked in, it's like okay, this is not. And I don't feel. I feel like that wasn't necessary, though. I mean, sure. If they don't, if they can't sing, but then why don't you like adapt the song to them to their vocals? Or lack thereof. They have no vocals. <laughs> like, what do we adapt this to? But, you Just know, whale like... whale sounds? 
why don't they do um why didn't they like make it more of like a stage thing like a musical kind of style instead of that's what i was expecting yeah because it was very poppy in places and yeah that was not gonna that's that was not gonna work with people who can't sing it's just that the the way he wrote it he wanted to it was a parody of songs so you Mm -hmm. had to have the those pop songs in there so you can't he didn't write like a score for for the you know, like his own original yeah. music, which would have been great. It would have added to, yeah. This. And then just have have the lyrics bring out the character instead. It, like it doesn't have to have the um the arrangement of the song necessarily. I I mean, I was kind of I kind of did like that, but I think there's still a way to kind of adapt those songs to um to fit like a musical style they do it all the time like on all these broadway shows like when they have that doesn't what's his is it max martin who has like a they have a like a broadway play or music yeah 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 i know like i know like i think the bgs might have one or who are they (laughs) who that who that? Oh, um, the Beatles, obviously. Um, there cool was them. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think there's a way to adapt pop music to fit like a. It, it might not. It, it's not gonna sound the same, but it could have fit the musical, musical style that they were trying to hit. I agree. Is there anything else you wanted to mention about the rehearsal? Because they don't really go into the workroom after that. We just Mm-mm. go straight into the challenge. Yeah. Which I kind of like that it was just like business, business, business. Yeah, it was great, actually. Mm-hmm. And instead of having like people talking about who is in love with who, <laughs> who has a crush on who, then they actually they showed like how the performance or how... Yeah, I mean, how their performances were kind of going to come together. So I think that was neater to see than, like, fake drama. Well, I guess they lost their only storyline, so that's why. (laughs) True. After Tiresias left, they're like, okay, we have nothing else to say. Um, All right, so let's go into the challenge. Do you want to present? Okay. So the first one is Electra, and she is playing Teresa from Teresa, <laughs> um, which I've never seen this novella. But I think she was the one who kind of was all around like the better performer. Um and I think it worked, at least for me, that I don't know who who Teresa was. But I looked her up and she was played she was played by um Angelique Boyer, who was in like a bunch of those teen novelas. And uh, to me, like her voice is from what I remember was sweeter than how Electra played her. Um I don't know if it was like a a Batman thing, like <laughs> where uh, when she was playing in Teresa, she kind of changed her voice, or like I don't know, but it completely sounds different from what I would think of that character. Um, she sounded more like Gloria Trevi or something. <laughs> um, but I think I think her performance was was really good, though. Yeah, I uh, you're probably right. It probably did help that she didn't. That I didn't know who that was either. So she was able to just be kind of this very sexual, very like uh, senora, like powerful, and you got that all from the character. Just, so hopefully that's what the character you just is. Just named Hillary Clinton, <laughs> and she she she's uh, got singing skills too. She did 
well in that. Yeah, that helped a lot. Yeah. Let me tell you, the voice helped a lot because you could tell that you were like, oh, this sounds actually good. And you got to enjoy the performance instead of like just being like, wait, what? No, it still is. had it still had autotune, though. <laughs> I oh, think yeah, Mako sure. was just having an autotune moment. The autotune was on autopilot. It was just like for everybody. <laughs> yeah. If it didn't sound like. Except for like Yanni someone when else. she's singing those songs. She doesn't use autotune. Of course not. <laughs> Why would she? She has a beautiful singing voice. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I enjoyed her a lot. I did think she was one of the best. I enjoyed her performance. And that's not saying much. But <laughs> this is when I was like, where is this going? Like there really isn't any storyline through the whole thing. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. None of them get to interact with each other. Uh, yeah. Now with maybe like when they're on and off the stage, just like for a, a brief moment. And then at the end when they have, they have the big, um, yeah, dance number. <laughs> that's very generous of you to call that dancing, but yeah, <laughs> I say it like I see it. <laughs> Um, so the next one is Sifer, and Sifer is playing La India Maria, I mean Marimar. <laughs> Her <laughs> accent just sounded like La India Maria to me. The uh, way she cracked her voice. Yeah, yes, yes, especially at the beginning. <laughs> um, so definitely didn't remind me of Marimar, and that's one of my, I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but... I just remember really liking that novela. Um, and then her singing was just like, like flat. <laughs> and her talking was just flat. So didn't really give us anything. Yeah, she should have stayed in the mar. Like she should have not. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, I don't know why they gave her this. I She was not up for this role. Mm mm. Mm-mm. maybe maybe ursula took her voice her good voice her good voice okay <laughs> like she ever had a good voice. <laughs> um i think she would have done better with um let me see somebody that i don't know maybe <laughs> like herself yeah, some someone I don't know. This character just did not. It was gonna be hard because I, I, she has so much charisma in this telenovela, and she's very playful, and mm-hmm. she didn't bring none of that. And um, she did say some of the catchphrases, but that was written for her. So I mean, obviously, um, yeah. So it was just it was like you said, it was flat, very 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 flat. Um, la siguiente iris xe. I'm not saying it like you usually do. And she's playing you're like you're supposed to say it. You're not saying no, it correctly. I will not. No. Um, and she's playing Mia Colucci from Rebelde. Um, for some reason she got two songs, and she got a whole monologue. Um, I guess she's the favorite. She's the winner. She's gonna be the winner. Um, I think her first song worked a lot better and the lyrics were more clever. <laughs> uh, and her acting, she could have been, she could have definitely like pushed that fresa a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's a character that I do remember and that's a character that's like over the top. So... Like she said, Georgiana could have done um, a better Mia Colucci. Because that's her. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like literally she just has to act herself and it's her. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is not... It was okay because you got that element of being Fresa, being kind of over the top with her voice. And then the attitude um, that she portrayed um it was okay but it could have gone so much further like she could have been so over the top if mia colucci is already over the top so if you can't go like over over the top then it's just gonna not read to me as the character so i think it could have been better um i was not impressed really so 
Who's next? <laughs> um, next is Georgiana, speaking of. Um, and she is Luz Clarita from Luz Clarita. And she just sounded like Georgiana the whole time. <laughs> she just sounded like Mia Colucci playing Luz Clarita. <laughs> Uh, she that did singing not... voice was rough. <laughs> that was one of the rough ones. Um, she didn't. She didn't sound like a child at all. She didn't even try to sound like a child. Uh, I mean, Lexa's performance last week was not great. Um, but at least she tried to make like a childish voice. <laughs> so yeah, no, this was not good either. Yeah, it was so weird to have this child speak like a man. <laughs> you can make that funny in a way, but I don't think that's what they were going for. Um, so she had to at least put on a voice, like at least do something. It was just off. Like you're playing a character and you're not even at least attempting to do the voice, which is already pre-recorded. You don't even have to worry about that. So... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I could blame it on her, blame it on the director. I mean, I don't know. But it, it just wasn't a good performance. Um, plus, I, I hate seeing, like, child actors and children portrayed on television. <laughs> so I'm not a fan of that. But anybody who played the child, I'm like, no. So biased. <laughs> yeah. Who's next? <laughs> Speaking of a child, um, Lexa Fox is playing Mariana and Silvana from Complices al Rescate, which is another um, children's novella. I don't know that novella, but but she wasn't playing. She she was only playing one character. This is, I believe, I believe this character is played by Belinda, and she could have totally like played into that Belinda. Like Belinda has a certain way of speaking to and a certain way of singing so she could have played into that and she didn't she was just she uh, yeah i don't know why why they said she was playing two characters because she was only playing one yeah i've never seen this novella so i don't know what the reference is but i didn't like the performance i did not like the singing voice again somebody that didn't i don't think she made like a child's voice either so it was just weird it was off, and if there was two characters, nobody would have known that. So it's kind of weird that they mentioned that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one is La Moralisa, and they're playing Letty from La Fea Mas Bella, slash Ugly Betty, slash Betty La Fea. <laughs> Whatever version you want to. So her name is Letty. I thought it was always Betty. I mean, in in the Mexican version, it's Letty. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. They couldn't get the rights to the name Betty. <laughs> um, From Betty Crocker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> La Moralisa just sounded like La Moralisa. Like, there was no attempt to even sound like this nerdy uh, 40-year-old. I don't know what age the character would be. Um, I don't think she was 40. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) But, um, yeah, she didn't even attempt to sound like that. Or, or like... um, Letty wears braces, right? And when people and she had like she was wearing like the big old metal wire <laughs> a headgear. Um so she was wearing that and when you're trying to talk with that, like it sounds different, but they didn't even attempt to make it sound like she was kind of slurring her words. They just added more autotune. <laughs> yeah. They're like, more autotune, we'll fix this. Um, yeah, I thought that was weird too. I noticed the voice again, no characterization of the character and her makeup, at least for this challenge, because she have done 
a different face. She looked like a demon. <laughs> she looked like a demon named Letty who was trying to pass as a human. <laughs> I did not like it. Yeah. It's, it wasn't cute. Uh, la siguiente is... Well, we got two of them. Lupita Kush and Vera. Lupita is doing Tania... And Vera's doing Ana Maria, which they're both from Dos Mujeres Un Camino. Uh, important to note is that Vera's character, Ana Maria, is a character played by Laura Leon. So third appearance by Laura Leon on the show. And it's the worst impersonation of Laura Leon. <laughs> yeah. And she just sounds like... Laura Leon after like 50 years of smoking like she took it that way instead of uh she sounds like her now (laughs) I guess so um yeah pobre tesorito she didn't sound like her at all um but but I think her acting was good the singing wasn't bad at least put together with Lupita I think they did uh a good job just kind of supporting each other but um and then lupita's i mean like her character is kind of blah so there wasn't much for her to do but i think together they just they kind of made the best of what they were given yeah i know the characters i don't remember what lupita's character is like i know that laura leon kind of plays herself and everything so <laughs> exactly. i kind of yeah so it's like i know what i was looking for but yeah lupita could have played it more sensual i think echo mentioned that she could have been like a little bit more sensual a little bit more um just like kind of elongating her sentences the way she pronounces stuff um she didn't do much of that and um like you said laura leon was not that character at all didn't sound like her but I did enjoy the the back and forth between them. I think that's why I like this performance more than others. It's probably my second best just because they had something to play off of. Like it wasn't just them on stage alone in a musical. You know, it was like some kind of acting going on. They were reacting to each other. So that was fun to watch. But I mean, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't amazing, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um and the last one is Rebel, who's playing Diana Salazar from El Extraño Retorno de Diana Salazar, which is a novella from the late 80s. Had never heard of it. What was really strange to me was that the song that they gave her, I assume, was a parody of the theme song or something. But it sounded mm-hmm. like more modern than I was expecting. Uh and I think, I think she did, um, she did well. I, th- I think she was one of the good ones. I don't, the writing was just like, nothing made me laugh. Or maybe I just missed the references because I am not familiar with this novella at all. But I think she did a good job with the role she was given. She leaned into that witchiness of her character. I thought she was playing a villain. That's what she gave me. But I don't know if she was, the character was a villain. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Um, I mean, was it the worst performance? No. But, I mean, at least she had some kind of characterization, you know? Like, you can say, like, oh, she was a little bit more into her character than the others. And it had some kind of distinct uh, personality to her character. So I'll give her points for that. Like, I like that. But I, again, it's just like the songs. It was not, the voice was not the best. And, um, but I mean, she committed to it. So I think that's what made it work. Oh, and she was the one with the most lines, but she, she didn't really mess up or anything. So I guess she had nothing to worry about. She was fine. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that is the challenge there. Um, it was just a weird challenge because when you think of a musical, if you haven't watched it, it you expect like a storyline. There was no storyline here. It was just each of them coming out, singing a song or lip syncing. And then at the end, they all get together and lip sync another song. 
<laughs> and what did you think of the last, uh, I'm going to use this word very liberally, uh, dancing in the end? Because it was a mess. They were all off. <laughs> Maybe that's why they kept them all separately, because they couldn't um they couldn't just get it together. Uh yeah, by then I was just like, let's move on. <laughs> I know, uh, we're gonna put these girls through all this. No. I think it could be interesting to if they do this challenge again, for them to, like you said, uh concoct like a a storyline and have them each have their own role and um yeah just move from character to character instead of everyone having like their own completely separate character from um uh, from anywhere they just pulled them out of different novelas different stories so it is just um it was just too segmented, I guess. Yeah, they needed a storyline between each of them getting along or some kind, something. So maybe next time. All right, let's move on to the runway. The category is La Más Rosa Mexicano. The first one up is Georgiana. What did you think of this look? I think it's my favorite Georgiana look ever. <laughs> I love the hair. I love the. I love that she brought props with the, the rocket ship. Um, it's very Barbarella. Um, like I said, like I think, just everyone just hit it out of the park. Oh, that's a sports reference. I never thought I would say that. <laughs> um, yeah, she she was great. This is definitely. Uh, really, really great look. I think it was, it's, it's great. Like, it's great for her because I haven't <laughs> been a fan of her, her looks. looks. Uh, I'm not going to say it's my favorite on there, but I think she has stepped out of her box a little bit. The hair's more interesting to look at. And that's why I, that's, I think that's why I like it because it's something different for her. So it did work. And I mean, there's not much to say. Like she didn't do the challenges because the challenge was just the color. So as far as like the look itself, I, I think she she looks really good. I like it. The next one up is La Moralisa. What did you think of this look? I I like this look as well. Um, especially that we got a change of makeup. <laughs> Uh, I do think it's a little simple, um, but it works. It, it works, but if you're like comparing it to some of the um, more complicated and detailed looks from the other queens, or, or even from La Moraliza's past looks, like it, it's simple, but um, but I like it. I, I think it. It works in the end. Like you, you just said, the her past looks, this is like the most tamed. And um, to me, the makeup doesn't go with the hair. If she would have just done a bald head with the outfit, I think that would have worked better. She could have lost that wig. And um, it would have been more, to me, more cohesive. The wig just kind of throws it off. I like it, but not with this outfit. Or she could have done the wig with different makeup but not the two together to me they don't go together um but it wasn't bad it, it was just to me a little disappointing from la moralisa all right e, the next one up on the runway is lupita kush she came out looking like i feel like it was a flower or i want to say like an algae from the ocean i don't know <laughs> i was what thinking octopus i was thinking or showgirl <laughs> Or it could be like a cloud. That's what. Yeah, maybe that's that, that was my problem with it. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe that's what's interesting because you can interpret it in any way that you want. Uh, I mean, honestly, I really liked it, um, especially coming from Lupita. Is usually more like uh, 
tight fitting and simple looks and I think this just um, had her pushing it further and really interesting how um, how that looks and it had a lot of like movement as she walked on the runway so I just think it made her look really cool I don't get what it is so that's why I'm like what is it like I'm still trying to figure it's out what it is art oh that's what it is okay <laughs> that makes me love it um no but I that's I think that's why I don't connect to it but I can I can say that it's polished and it looks good if I'm gonna be a little cri- critical which I'm never so it's pretty <laughs> new for me um let feel I don't feel comfortable doing this but the makeup, I feel like she could have gone weirder with the makeup. Maybe done a little bit more like an alien thing or maybe no, don't wear a wig with it. Something to just push it further out the box because this is a great outfit that I don't know what it is. So maybe that could have gave me a better sense of what she was trying to um, wear. I don't know. Anyways, who, next one up is Vera Cruz. Vera Cruz. Um, to me, Vera, she had my favorite outfit, I believe. Except for the bottom portion. I agree with Letal. The fur on the bottom just made it look heavy. Kind of like cheapened the look a little bit. Um, but the rest of it, it was gorgeous. I loved the transparency of the little... Uh, I don't know what kind of material that is. It's like almost like feathers. I think it's feathers or just like really sheer fabric. But I love that. I love love this look what did you mm-hmm. think yeah I love this look as well um so she's supposed to be like um one of those salamanders no that's what it reminds me of <laughs> like those yeah that's what it reminds yeah right and then her boobies they look like the eyes <laughs> the ones that you see like they look like they're smiling <laughs> uh I didn't get that I, but I can see that <laughs> the nipples are the eyes to the face, right? Yes. That's immediately what I saw. Um, <laughs> it was just the nipple episode. Um, but it was so... Yeah, it was so cool. Uh, I love the whole look. Yeah, the, the sheerness of everything is just... I would have never seen anything like this. Uh, like, to this extent. Like, something usually... Usually when people do something sheer, they it's like towards trying to make them look nude or it's very like sexy and this is just, it's not the, the, the purpose, I guess. But yeah, I, I love this look. All right, next one up is Cifer. What did you think of Cifer? I like it. And I think she achieved what... <laughs> What she wanted to because she said she was just going to do cosplay, which is it's what it is, right? I mean, I think she's playing like a character from from those dolls. Are they dolls or cartoons? I don't know. Monster High. That's what mm-hmm. it looks like. So obviously, I mean, she hit the nail right on the head. It's just not the most interesting uh, thing to look at it'll work like at a um, anime convention or something but it's just this is not 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 really what I wanted yeah especially from her this is the first time she's kind of done something like this where she's doing uh, like a cartoon character mm-hmm. um, kind of cosplaying like good, and yeah it looks like well made like she's serving it maybe not serving it enough I could have done with mm-hmm. more selling the look Mm-hmm. on the runway I mean she's got bags like like shopping bags on her and she didn't sell it well. <laughs> yeah she could have like had stuff in the bags like sell it make something out of it um so that that was missing and um the outfit yeah like you said is it's nothing exciting but was it well made was yeah of course it's, it looks great I don't and know why am I not connected I mean Rosa and Mexicano. it's pink <laughs> Well, yeah, Rosa Mexicano, gotta get it right. But I don't know why I'm not... Maybe she just didn't sell it for me. That's probably what it was. Because looking at it, it looks really well 
on it looks really really cool like it looks mm-hmm. cool but i i don't know something about it maybe it's just the way that she sold it um but it's still it's still a good look i'm not gonna you know rag on it all right the next one up is electra vandergilt what you think about electra yeah so cool such a cool look I don't even know what it is. It's some sort of, it's like kind of like an octopus, but alien-ish. And then she's got a top hat. It's very interesting to to look at. It like captures your attention. And she did really well in, in selling it. Definitely one of the top looks on this week's runway, Electra. Yeah, it's weird that I don't know what it is, but... And like I said, that for Lupita Kush. But I feel like this that's the, it wasn't really trying to be anything. It was just trying to be like an artistic look. So that's mm-hmm. why it was working. Because it's just about the the silhouette. It's about the the workmanship. And and I think that that's why it's working for me personally. Like I like it. And um, like you said, she sold it on the runway. So I was not expecting electra to be serving this hard but um yeah. she's serving it maybe so, good for her. maybe it's like a chicle que se le pegó and she was like trying to el untangle chicle. it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah let's go with that <laughs> all right the next one up is rebel mark what did you think of rebel <laughs> uh so this is where it starts getting a little rough <laughs> Uh, I just don't understand the idea what she was trying to do. And as we spoke with Electra, um, Electra's looked really cool. And this one's just a little, like, unfocused. Because um, she's got that mask on. And then under the mask, she's got another mask or uh, a large mouth, whatever it was. Um, which, hasn't she done something like that before? Or she had that big old hmm. the thing with the tongue, wasn't that her? Yes, this yeah, that was her. Yeah. So I mean, we've s- sort of s- seen a similar thing. Um, there's a little bit of like Mad Max in there, but I don't know. It's it's just like I said, it's just a little messy as to what she's trying to to be on the runway. Yeah, I agree with Letal's comment. I think she should have drawn her eyes way bigger so they can match the the size of the mask and make this look like a like a monster. Because I think that's what she was going for. I mean, her, her face, her bottom half of the face looks like a monster. But the rest of the outfit, it just looks a little bulky, doesn't really have a shape to it. And the shoes are just, wow, that's criminal. That Those are monsters on the stage because... They don't go with the outfit at all. It was just a bad styling choice. So, again, like you said, didn't connect to this look. I think she could have done way better. So, yeah. The next one on the runway is... It is sexy. <sighs> Stop saying it that way. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I said, this is where it kind of started getting... <laughs> You started getting rough. Um, like, I, I kind of like it. Just the amount of fun that she was having up there. But I don't get it. <laughs> just just like I said with um, Rebel's look, it just doesn't look like there's too much of an idea there. Because uh, she's got that little, like, I guess she's trying to be like an elephant. Maybe it looks like her hair looks like yeah, a that's trunk. what I was getting. Yeah, and maybe she's the pink elephant in the room. Is that what she was trying to say? <laughs> it's just making me think too much or not enough. I don't know. But si me voy a hacer una trenza así por de frente. Oh, sí, se te mira muy bello. Sí. <laughs> um, I I agree. I don't like it either. I don't. I don't get why the bubbles are only in the top portion of her dress. I feel like she should have put them everywhere. Um, that was a fail. I did not like the trenza. I did not like it because it covered her face. And um, 
it was it was confusing it was a confusing look i don't know what she was trying to be like you said the bubbles the she had bubble guns and i don't know why she had those like it's just it's just a confusion of a mess like so many ideas on it that nothing makes sense so i didn't like it at all um the last one on the runway is lexa fox this is the one that did not follow the instructions um or she didn't <laughs> but there's I mean, always one was... there's always one who kind of tries there's to get always away. one but there's the instruction was just to wear one color that's it so she just missed that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it was supposed to be i feel like the paint was supposed to come from the dress or something I think so i think so and then right? it would have yeah like like the, i guess the point is like she was walking with a walking onto the runway with a white dress and everyone's supposed to be like <gasps> but she's supposed to wear pink and then all of a sudden it looks like she was pressing that up button and i'm assuming then the paint will probably like come out of somewhere on the dress and it'll start um turning it pink but it didn't work out and she had to pour the paint on herself which i mean <laughs> we've seen this <laughs> and it's like unless it's tied in with like a statement that you're trying to make then i don't understand the point um and she did have like a political thing on her back where it said or it was supposed to say ni una menos but it looked oddly like misspelled like the u looked like a v or something so i had the hardest time like trying to read it i'm like what is what is she saying <laughs> i don't know but she looked pretty <laughs> she did look pretty yeah she did it was just a white dress um I'm not opposed this to is... the paint thing, but it's just, I, I wish we would have seen what she had in mind. Agreed, yeah. It's hard to test this out because once you dye that, if you press that button and the paint comes out, you can't really mm -hmm. test it again because it's already going to be, you know, stained. So mm -hmm. this was a risk and it did not pay off, unfortunately. Um, and it didn't make sense. So... To me, it's a fail. Like, just didn't make sense. Like, why? Why? What's the reason? Anybody could just put paint on themselves for whatever reason. But um, I, she should have just had another dress or a reveal. Something. If she didn't know it was going to work, maybe not do it. Just play it a little safer. But you know what? I thought... When when she was just standing there, I was like, okay, so she's about to do something. I thought she was just going to, like, reverse the dress or somehow, like, turn it inside out and the inside was going to be pink. Um, but no, that didn't happen. <laughs> it did not. All right. So that is the runway. Um, on the main stage, Elektra Vandergilt ends up winning her second challenge. So she's officially the front runner here. And uh, Alexa Fox and um, Moralisa end up in the bottom. They lip sync. They both say. Wait, but there was some drama before that where. <laughs> um, yeah, so they announced Electra as a winner. And then they announced that Seafed and Moralisa are the ones who are going to lip sync. And then Rudy Reyes, la, la dancera, announces that she's going to take away points. <laughs> um, and what a bitch. <laughs> and she takes like three points away from Lexa because she said she didn't like she didn't see her effort <laughs> in the musical. Um, so maybe like, maybe she took points away from Quechua as well because she maybe she didn't see his effort. Or, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. So then that changes everything, and it's it, it makes Moralisa versus Lexa because then Lexa ends up with less points than Seafed. 
and then they have a cover of Tusa by Laura Leon. That was hilarious. It's just messy, messy, messy. <laughs> Obviously, it was produced. They made her do that. They made her take away points. I thought you were going to say they made her cover that song. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, a setup for Laura Leon. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't think the I didn't think the um the lip sync was that bad. Uh I don't know. I I kinda liked it. And um there was a death drop or a split, so mm-hmm. we hardly get it get any of that. So that was good. <laughs> and then they um I don't know if we said this already, but but they they announced that they're both gonna go home, or what's her name? Is it Regina or something? Um, who's a guest like judge? Mm-hmm. She's like, you're both eliminated. <laughs> and then the screen goes to black, and then I'm waiting for the credits to roll, <laughs> and instead it it shows them in the uh, like backstage, and Regina walks both. Lexa and Moralisa to meet the rest of the queens. And instead of double elimination, it's a double stay. So they're both in. What was that about? Uh, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Remember we were like chanting for double elimination. I was like, yay. It finally happened. And no, they... They robbed us. So now I can see how the, the season is going to be longer than than we thought. It has to be because there's just too many of them still. Mm-hmm. Do you think they saved Seafair or do you think it was... Um, I don't know. Why Why not put her in the bottom if they're going to save both of them? You know? <laughs> I don't know. But more importantly... Um, why were Vera's Manriolas blurred out? <laughs> but Quechua was oh, having yes. like nip slips all episode and <laughs> and it was fine. That, that was, was so strange. weird. And she didn't even have a wig on, I don't think. Mm, don't like think she so. Was just... just makeup. Mm-hmm. And then no pants or panties. Just like like a mannequin. But with her titties blurred out. It was so weird. It was really Censorship strange. Censorship is weird. It is. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so this episode was the nipple episode. Yeah. Free the nipple. <laughs> no, free the nipple. <laughs> um, All right. So that was the episode. Any final thoughts on what happened? This week, the venenos are probably super lonely because they didn't get anyone <laughs> go to the Ragaltar. Yeah, they didn't get their moment to speak and be like, hey, "We're gonna miss you. You're great, but you're still gonna be in the competition because you never leave." So, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us one more week. I don't know how long this is gonna go. To be honest. Um, I don't think they've said how many episodes, so we'll just recap until it's over. And um, yeah, hopefully it gets, we see more diverse challenges that are written well. (laughs) And um, I don't know, just better, 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 better challenges, please. That makes a huge difference. Um, But anyways, thank you so much for joining us one more week here at Guinness La Mas. And please let them know where they can find us. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Guinness La Mas, where we will post the looks of the week. Um, so you can follow along. And we also have our email address, Guinness La Mas podcast at gmail.com, where you can write us, um, send any comments, questions. And please... Um, don't forget to rate the podcast. Um, we so we can get more visibility, and we appreciate everyone who has done so. 
Uh, and where can they find you, Gigi? You can find me if you want to follow me. You can follow me on Instagram at yes, it's Gigi. All right. Thank you again. And we'll see you next week. So, hear it. Adios. Ho. 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 Yes. Um, Lexa Fox is playing two people, or it was supposed to be two people. Sorry, I don't have an answer for that. Oh my god. <laughs> she says, I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> I can't say that name now. Um, yeah, she's play- <laughs> Wait, who's playing this? Lexa. No. <laughs> <laughs> She lit up. What? I couldn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs>